0: All right, welcome everybody. It's Sunday night at seven o'clock and you know what that means. It's time for another 76 Capital Leadership Series show. And tonight we have a really special guest. We have Lauren Foundas who is the CEO of Forte and a new member of the 76 Capital family as we just announced our investment in her company. Lauren, welcome.
1: Thank you guys, thanks for having me and pumped to be uh, working with you guys.
0: It's really exciting. It's really exciting to have you on our show. And, and what we do here at, at, on our 76 Capital Leadership Series, as you know, we talk about what it really takes to be a leader. What is, what is it all about to be an entrepreneur? You know, you, someone like you who, you know, started this company a few years ago and are now, you know, one of the leading companies in the fitness industry. And we're really excited to, as I said earlier, as be an investor with you, partner with you, help you. And, um, you know, my partner, Chad Stender, uh, will be sitting on your board, and he's super excited about that. And uh, I know that we've got, I've got some, a number of things I really can't wait to talk about. And we are live tonight, not only on Twitter, but we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. So as a a former athlete, don't get nervous, you got
1: this. I got the pregame jitters right now, I got to shake it off. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, that is great. It's going to be a lot of fun, and yep. and then most importantly, you know, um, we're we're fellow Terps. You know, I'm a Maryland Terps for you. <laughs> so this is exciting. Um, and you know, look, I, I also I want to start off by saying, like, n- no pressure or anything. But you know, my other two CEOs that I've invested in that were Maryland Terps, we've had some pretty great success so far.
1: Right, I like it. I like a little competition. So bring it on. <laughs>
0: So the yep. first one was Jason Finger, um, who is was the CEO of Seamless Web. Okay. We, we ended up, you know, selling to Aramark, and then Aramark, you know, went out and merged that with Grubhub, and now it's public as Grubhub. So that yep. was a pretty good one. And then the other, the other one is Steve Krein, the CEO of Startup Health, and yep. they're one of the biggest health tech um, companies in in the, in the world today. not um, yeah. In the country, but in the world. So you got you got it. You just follow.
1: I'm gonna be your fitness unicorn right
0: here. I love it. I love it. So well let's talk about let's talk about your background. Let's talk about it's one of the things we love to do on our seventy six capital leadership yep. series is really to hear from you. And you know, let's let's start from the beginning. You know, where where did you um, where did you grow up and, and, and how did you how did you get here?
1: Yeah, I grew up in Long Island. Uh, My parents are both Albanian. And so forte actually means strong in Albanian. So when I was naming the company, I was just trying to get through the paperwork. I was like, you know, if I think about the name before I build anything, it's not going to matter anyway. So kind of just named it that. I uh, played field hockey growing up. It was actually, my parents really encouraged me to focus a lot on school, but I love to play sports. I never did really any extra like weekend activities, but I would just play in school and I started to get really, really good. And I would say, dad, I think I'm really good at this. He's like, it's a big country. I was like in the whole country, I'm literally all American. Like I'm think I'm really good at this sport. <laughs> and so ultimately um, I ended up playing field hockey at the University of Maryland, which uh, under the the reign of Missy Mahard, who is a you know, it's a dynasty. There, they're always in the top top team. So that was super exciting to play for the best of the best, and yeah, play at that level. Um, and then I went to work on Wall Street. I have two well, older. Before
0: voters. we leave Maryland, I mean, I I, yeah. I, I got to ask you this. I mean, so yeah. you're at Maryland, right? And you're playing, you're playing, and here's a, a great picture of you in yeah. Maryland. I mean, I, I I just, what was it like playing for Missy? Because I think I've mentioned this to you. You know, Missy and I are both from Delaware originally. Yep. And, you know, I, I it was so great, you know, being, you know, knowing that in, in the program itself that she has built was one of the best in the, in the country.
1: Yep. It was I mean, it was intense. It was definitely people are like, you must have had so much fun at Maryland. Like, you know, we worked all day, every day, lifted, ran, you know, practiced hours and hours a day. It was definitely super, super intense. I, I think I learned a lot from that experience, you know, to play for the best team and to do everything that militantly, to pick up every ball, play every practice, like it was a national championship. I mean, to have that type of, you know, when you're when you're 18 years old, you go to college, everyone else is joining a sorority and we're there, you know, lifting six hours a day. And, you know, so, so it was so intense and you're trying to figure out how to go to school. And so it was definitely, you know, it was such a unique experience and to play for a team of that level where it was literally all the all Americans in the United States and all the national uh, team captains from around the world so it was it was just like this incredible experience of, you know, you were the best for for, and then you got there and everybody was just as good. And it was literally the best people that you could uh, assemble together. So that was certainly, you know, really competitive and exciting and really pushed you to kind of work to that different level. I think just being an athlete in general, you learn how to lose, you learn how to play and be a part of a team um, and just to, you know, that work all day, every day. And, and that's what I feel like as a founder, like every day and night till my eyes are, my contacts are fusing to my eyes. I'm typing on my laptop and that's how this works. You know, it's not that easy. And, and neither is playing at that level and and competing, you know, for a team like that either. Well, and,
0: and I remember at Maryland, the field hockey um, field was right next to the, the baseball field and the football field. It was like right in that same, or the practice fields were right next to each other, right? Yep.
1: Yeah, we used to lift as like, we would always want to lift like the lacrosse girls. They'd be doing like tiny dumbbells and we'd be doing the same thing as the football guys. Like our bodies were. I'm like, what are we doing here? It was so intense. You go from high school where you don't do anything like that. And all of a sudden you're, you know, you're training like a pro athlete. I mean, it was, it was so intense and, and, you know, you're benching. The freshmen are barely able to do anything. And the other girls are doing like 150 and you're just like, how does this happen? But by the end of it, obviously, you know, you, you get into it, but it was playing for Missy was one of the best things ever. She is so intense, and when you graduate, she's like the most amazing person ever. When you play for her, it's serious stuff.
0: <laughs> and so at Maryland, you 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 know, just like in high school, you know, you were an all-American, and then in, in, in Maryland, you were also a national champion, right?
1: Yeah, my the last two years, I actually stopped playing my final year um, because I wanted to work in finance, and I, to do that, I needed to intern at the bank, and it kind of conflicted with the. Uh, you know, all the practicing that we had. And so the last year, unfortunately, yeah, I wanted to then start a career in finance. Most of my team has actually went to play on the Olympics, all wow. coached out today. So that was amazing. But I uh, have a real strict dad and he insisted that I go you know, focus, uh, focus on that. So I'm very grateful for that. Obviously, it gave me the opportunity to be able to get here to start this company. Um, but so the last, yeah, the last year is actually they won then. But the years before that, we were in the final four every single year. So
0: That's amazing. Always That's amazing. Fun. Yep. But then, so after Maryland, yep. um, what, what well, you didn't go into fitness right away. What what happened no. there?
1: Yeah, no, no. So I went to work on Wall Street. I wanted to, probably because my brothers did, I just like, you know, you don't know what you want to do. I'm like, they do that. It seemed like a good idea. Um, so I started working in finance. I worked at a hedge fund. Then I worked at Deutsche Bank. And then I worked uh, trading institutionally government bonds for the last couple of years. And I loved my job. I like thought it was amazing. It was so intense. It was kind of like all the guys were athletes. It was sort of the same, like an extension of sort of my college uh, sports life. I loved it. I never thought I was going to change my job. I, yeah, I was crushing it. I bought this great place here. I invested my money in high risk investments. I never thought I was going to change my job. And then all of a sudden I woke up, I decided I was going to quit and uh build this company i live next to peloton so i started going there and i was like wow this is a great idea but nobody cares about this place they you know obviously they've spent a billion dollars so it's different today but then there was nobody in there they didn't have a community or a brand or nobody knew what it was I was like, this is a great idea, but we should give this technology to, you know, a SoulCycle or some big brand and Orange Theory that everybody knows and loves because people would care about them broadcasting. Nobody knows what this is. And so I started talking to the gyms that I got really into going to. And I actually started going to the gym. So I would bring my clients from Wall Street to work out with me because I thought I was like going to die from going out every night and staying up so late and being at work so early. So I started going to like workout studios with my customers, like as entertainment, instead of going to a basketball game or to a steak dinner. And so I started talking to the studios that I was really close with and asking if they would want to stream their classes. And some of them were like, no, you know, people are going to copy us or it's going to cannibalize our business, things that were sort of not the right perspective. But some of them were like, yeah, let's do it. So every time I'd go back, there, like, when are we starting this thing? I'm like, I have no idea how to build what I just described to you. I was like, stop asking me this. And the more I would go back, the more they would ask. And I was like, just sitting there at work. And I was like, I know this is happening. And I'm not going to tell a sad story that I invented this. And I don't know any of the company or that I told you so, but I did nothing about it. I was like, I know this is happening and I just need to get going. So ultimately, yeah, it became really clear at work. I was just like... Yeah, not paying attention. They're like, "You bought five hundred million two-year notes." I'm like, "I'm in a meeting." They're like, "What for?" I'm like, "Something is happening, and I don't know what, but I gotta go. I gotta go."
0: <laughs> well, this is this is this is amazing, and and it's really great to have you, Lauren, on our on our 76 Capital Leadership Series. Uh, once again, I'm Wayne Kimmel, managing partner at 76 Capital, and we are live tonight with the CEO of Forte. And as we mentioned, we announced earlier this week, 76 Capital um, made an investment in Lauren's company earlier this week. And we are super excited to be partners with Lauren in this business. Uh, Have my partner Chad Stender go on the board of of, uh, Forte with Lauren and work so closely with her and her team. And you know, Lauren has been describing her journey from growing up in Long Island to University of Maryland to going to Wall Street and coming up with this idea. And we're at this sort of at this moment where you were just getting ready to, to share with us what, what happened next. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what's, what, what's happening, what happened, how Forte came to be.
1: For sure. So, yeah, I decided to build a really heavy tech company. I'm not an engineer. So, that was the first challenge of it. I had envisioned all this technology and how it would work, but I had, I went on my LinkedIn, I typed in tech. I'm like, oh, I only know traders. I didn't know anybody in technology. I kind of really kind of figure out how to get this started. I was obviously just immersing myself in all this technology reading everything I could and the one thing I think is my secret weapon is that I am a user of the space if you can't tell by these muscles no I'm just kidding (laughs) I work out every day I go to all these places I am such an avid user of the space I feel like that's my secret weapon I'm in the trenches every day um and so that was really the one thing that I knew, and obviously I have a business background, so I really had to figure out how to build the technology, build this great team to be able to figure that out. And you know, the, everything was such a learning curve. Every day I wake up and do something new. Um, and I was telling Wayne earlier, I was cleaning, cleaning upstairs, and I was finding all these notes I took when I first started the company, and I was like, wow, I've really come a long way as a as a founder. You know, the things that I didn't know, and now that seems so obvious. So definitely was a was an exciting journey, but you know, when you're building, I'm so passionate about what I'm building that, that uh, yeah, it's so exciting every day. Our users now write in and say that we've made their life better. And I'm like, mom, nobody told me I made their life better when I worked on Wall Street. So that's been like the most exciting thing is that to build a company that actually makes people's lives better and makes them healthier. And I mean, what a reason to be, you know, working my own health may be deteriorating, but hopefully we're making thousands of other people's uh, better.
0: <laughs> tell so tell, you know it, it, that's that's amazing i mean tell everybody you knows just from the really from the beginning like what is forte
1: yep.
0: and what it you know and and what you know what are you trying to do right now and and as you as you build this business
1: yeah. So before we built anything, we had to develop this technology. So we spent over two years developing this proprietary technology that nobody has and can do the same thing that we can do. So basically, if you want to live broadcast your class, you can build a TV production studio like Peloton, or you can use Facebook, Instagram, and Zoom, right? That's the other end of the spectrum. So we really wanted to build this technology that enabled to them to have a Peloton-like experience without having to do that. So. What we do is we hardwire three to five cameras in a fitness facility's walls. We put a server there on site and then that server operates as the producer. So let's say the class starts at 12, at 12 o'clock it would turn on all five cameras, rotate around for that specific class at that time and then shut itself off. So this automation that we've developed, we call the Autobot, it live streams all day, every day from coast to coast with no human operator. So we have no uh, competition at all in that perspective. And so we're really excited, obviously, Today, everybody's looking to stream more so than ever. So we feel like we're positioned in a, in a great place. We built two business models. One is a marketplace where we partner with top studios around the world, and then they stream to a marketplace where our subscribers monthly and annual have subscriptions. And then we've also launched a white label business. So basically enabling um, big brands to be able to leverage our technology and have a branded app, because what we found was the biggest companies, they wanna have their own thing. They don't wanna be a part of a marketplace. So it became very clear for us to do that. We recently launched that um, we're blowing our expectations out of the water we're about to launch a huge partnership in three weeks that's uh, almost as almost as exciting as 76 capital investing if not more that is going to rocket fuel and supercharge our expansion of the white label product um and obviously you know we woke up a couple eight weeks ago and the world has dramatically changed so what was happening, you know, obviously the fitness industry was going this way. Peloton IPO did $8 billion. Every studio wants to be like them and stream. And that was amazing. The velocity was insane. But what's happening obviously with the current situation has you know fast-tracked what was going to happen in two to three years basically overnight because the gyms don't have a means to reaching their community and and we don't have anywhere to go so this has certainly been um gotten very little sleep since this whole situation happened and the demand was already insane and we couldn't even uh fulfill it and now obviously it's it's really important more than ever that we can really help these gyms, you know, have this blended membership now because they're going to be limited at capacity and stuff like that. So as the market continues to tank, we are one of those fortunate companies that is, you know, in a good position right now to be able to help a lot of people hopefully.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think when you, it's interesting, you know, you you um Once again, you know, I want to just reset. I see some some new people just joined our stream, and I just want to you know let people know, you know, that you are listening to the CEO of Forte, which is one of the most innovative uh, technology companies in the fitness space here on our 76 Capital Leadership Series. We're really excited to have Lauren on on the on the show, and I think what you were just describing. Could be maybe we could talk about it a little bit more about how you are talking about how you're able to pa- empower some of the largest brands in fitness. Yep. Um, and so maybe just breaking that down, like it was so if you if you you know someone who goes to a um, with a, a soul cycle class or a cycling class or a bar class or a yoga cl- yoga class, explain like how that would work um, yep. and how you how Forte works with with um, different groups like that.
1: Yeah. So, so all these brands want to have a digital product now. So what they were doing and the ones that were forward thinking were basically creating on-demand video. So they would shoot it with a camera crew and upload it to a website or an app. And then, you know, that's not that innovative, right? That The, the users would watch it and then they would get bored of it and then not watch it till they release content again. So they would start having to produce content every quarter, then every month. And then the, the user now is has Netflix. They don't want basic cable. They want to watch you know, new stuff every day. They have high demands. And so doing the video the way they were with this on-demand video where they were shooting it just wasn't cutting it anymore, right? And so, so now studios, obviously, this has really changed it. They're trying to figure out how to communicate to their communities, right? So what they're doing is Zoom and all these other things. But what we do is really peloton's cameras are fixed on the wall they don't move they don't zoom they're just rotating around so what we've done is really develop this automation that we install the cameras that do the same thing. We work with the gyms then to figure out what they're going to do in those classes. We work with them to hear the trainer's voices so we can automate the decibels of their voice. So that way, is, we don't, it's not like we, we know exactly what's going to happen in the spin class. They warm up for three minutes, they you know do the workout and at 42 minutes, they cool down. It's like we know exactly what it is. So we can automate all of this. We don't need producers because most of these brands aren't going to raise a billion dollars like Peloton, but they have 4 million members that they want to market a really high quality product to. And so that's what we've really seen set out to do we're really excited. Some of these big gyms have, like I said, millions of members. They have mandatory sales goals of, you know, 10%. That would give us 300 to half a million members in one deal, Peloton IPO with 511,000 users. So we're really excited to be able to power some of these big guys. Um, the magnitude of this is, is so large. Um, you know, many of them are, have an on-demand product or no product at all. And they were like, this was the year they were all getting ready to do it. And then obviously this has gone from priority number four to priority number one for them because they're going to have to operate at 50% capacity. So the only way for them to reach their members now is digital. So obviously very exciting for us. <laughs> um, and, you know, this is a, this is a huge opportunity. They had sort of an old school mentality was going to cannibalize their business and, and all this stuff, even though the, the, the ones that were streaming realized it didn't, it just got the user more engaged because maybe you want to take that every day, but you can't afford you, or you just simply can't get there. So the cool thing about what's happened now is that I think a lot more, people tried it that would have waited a lot a longer time to try it and realize it's great it's time efficient it's a great experience obviously nothing replaces the in-person but i think that um the studios have have seen the light now and the world has been forever changed so so this is certainly really exciting for us
0: is there is there a specific class that is most popular that people like to 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 do um you know yeah. streamed or is or is it just a variety of them?
1: just a variety yeah so so I mean I think some people take the classes at the gym they still most people still go to the regular gym where all the equipment is they're not going to buy a you know build a home gym um if you live in New York City you're definitely not so so a lot of people are taking these classes at the gym just having a better experience or just searching up whatever they have obviously yoga bars certain things are easy to do at home um a lot of the gyms now are actually because they're closed they're actually Giving the equipment that's in the physical facility for the people to do at home. So like they had all the people take the spin bikes home to keep to keep streaming and stuff like that. And and we're going to see a lot of that as as this situation continues on. So because they're just trying to figure out how to retain their members, and 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 that's going to be one of the ways that they do it for sure.
0: Wow, how is that working? You know now where they're how does that even happen? How do they yeah. get?
1: <laughs> they're trying to figure out how to keep charging people. So they have to figure out how to deliver value and they, and they also are trying to figure out how to stay connected. So they're basically letting people yeah, take home that equipment or selling new equipment for them to take home or getting rid of the bikes that they had and getting new ones because they, yeah, they need to stay connected. A lot of people obviously One, the classes are going to be half full. Two, some people are going to be fearful to go back until there's a vaccine. So the gyms are really having to scramble and iterate here. Um, You know, the gym is the sweatiest kind of place around. So we don't know exactly what the, um, how people are going to go back. Obviously, the diehard people will, but I think that this will be, you know, the gyms think that this will have forever changed the landscape. They think a lot of people are not going to go back because they really realize how convenient it is and they like it too. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens for sure
0: so it's it's a different kind of an experience i mean one of the things that we're we're showing on on the screen right now is someone it looks like someone's taking a boxing class right and and yeah. taking that class in in his at home in his apartment it looks like right and yeah. and you know so they they're they're paying they're continuing to pay the the fee to their gym and then they're it's getting
1: Yeah, and the classes are so like there, you know, if you reserve a spot, the instructor knows you're taking it. We just completed the integration of all wearable. So Fitbit, Garmin, Polar, Apple Watch, all that stuff syncs to the platform. So we'll have live leaderboards. And because of this current situation, we're expediting like sort of the zoom feature. So you'll be able to see people if you want to be seen. Um, and so, anything to make it interactive, right? And so, people, you know, some people need that accountability to show their video because they're, you know, not going to, you know, do it otherwise. And so, anything to keep the community connected and anything to make it interactive. So, what we've seen too from our users is that they don't want to watch a class a second time. Um, you know, they're not, you know, they 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 don't why would they, right? So I think the the consumer's gotten a lot more savvy and, and for these gyms now, they're creating great content every day. They have classes all day, every day. So they don't need to go to a studio and shoot workout videos. They create great content every day. So some of the gyms stream actual classes like you saw in that video where there's just regular people in it, which is always very fun to watch. And then also some of them will do more traditional fitness content. So just three and trainers and, and kind of make a more, you know, beginner sort of man, you know. Those type of workouts, but it's definitely fun to see real people. You know, there's a real network effect to that. You know, we have a feature when you check in, you could share it with a friend. So, if I, you know, if Wayne went to a studio, he could share it with me. I probably think it was pretty fun to watch him uh, take a yoga class. So, so, the people are conduit to more people. And these are, yeah, these are the super users. So, we definitely, you know, they want to be seen.
0: Well, we got to do that. You know, we got to have a whole 76 capital forte, you know, workout. that would be
1: amazing. We got to get you guys in a studio so we can broadcast it.
0: Absolutely, we'd love, we'd love that. We'll maybe you know, hopefully, after COVID nineteen over or things settle down, we'll we'll do one of these shows in one of the studios with your cameras. With that everything. would
1: be amazing.
0: It'd be it would be great. Again, we're it's really great to have Lauren, the CEO of Forte, on our Seventy Six Capital Leadership Series tonight. It's Sunday night. It's 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 a little after seven now, and of course that means that we have our Seventy Six Capital Leadership Series, and we've got a great leader tonight. And Lauren is her story is incredible. Um, you know being a coming from growing up in New York, going to the University of maryland um, great athlete there all, then Wall Street and then comes up with this amazing idea of creating a next generation fitness company and when I talk about next generation, we talk about all the things that you're able to do, and you said it earlier this is a this is a hardcore tech company yep and so how how did you how did you do that how did you learn and who who helped you with this and Talk a little bit about the overall Forte team that you've been able to bring together at this point.
1: Yeah, I have a great team of engineers obviously that that helped me build the technology. I think me being so naive was, was what sort of got us to here because when we initially set out and I would tell them what I wanted to happen, they were like, you're an idiot. That can't happen. You don't understand how this works. I was like, yeah, I don't understand how it works, but I know what I need. And this is what I need. And they were like, you obviously, you're not hearing what we're saying. And I was like, I, so so me not knowing how things work and was pushing the envelope to get them to keep going and coming back. I'm like, no no no, it can't be like that. These people, it has to just work like magic. These people are not technical, so it just needs to work. If I can do it, they can do it. But I was like, I can't need you to be intervening. It has to just work seamlessly. And and I was like, we don't want producers, we don't want engineers. And so because I didn't understand things, I think that's how we got to building this sort of beautiful masterpiece because they, you know, I just kept pushing them to come back and to come back and so um, you know, from a tech perspective, we really We, you know, I I didn't know how it would work, but I was like, my phone takes a great video. I know we don't need to build a five million dollar TV studio. I don't know how it's gonna work, but I I know that this is gonna work. So that's really, you know, I got this great team together. Um, they all have obviously expertise in streaming and and all that sort of stuff. And so we've really, you know, the first installation, the the funniest thing is the first installation was me hammering a camera on some studios wall, I have no idea how to use a tool. I'm like hysterical laughing. I end up calling my childhood best friend and telling him and he's like, did you have insurance? I'm like, for what? He's like, you can't just stand on a ladder in somebody's business without insurance. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a problem. So I wasn't even worried about it. Like then I realized I had all these problems. Like how was I going to buy all this hardware at scale? And and he came in, he actually had a high tech alarm company. He was like, I'm sick of building alarms. I was like, oh, that's amazing. So he came in and solved all these problems that I didn't even know that I had had yet. So that was that's why you build a company, right? In the beginning you're so naive. Like I didn't even know I didn't even know what I had to solve. I just was so focused on this one thing. So little by little, I, I most of the people that came into the company were people that are part of my life for for a long time.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And 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 just, you know, also, what was it like? You know, I, I you you said something and you probably didn't even realize it. You, you you used how the word seamless. And when I think of your business, I really think you know, it, it throws it really brings me back almost 20 years to the beginning of Seamless Web, yep. when just like you said, I still can remember some of the first installations. I mean, we used to have to install computers as well as getting DSL lines into pizza shops yep. to enable them to have internet, yep. have a computer to be able to accept an order. Yep somebody to you know order a pizza or whatever they're getting. so it was it was was the most amazing time to see that happen what is what has it been like for you as you go into these gyms and for the first time i mean they're not technologists right they're not they don't (laughs) know
1: you have to be real careful how much tech talk we do i think to your point like we were actually early to the market initially the last you know nobody wanted to do live video they just like would shoot videos and that was fine and i would be like okay we're going to hardwire like servers in your we're going to put servers in your studios they were like servers what does that mean yeah i'm like don't worry it's just going to work you know like that was certainly really scary and i think we were definitely ahead of our time i'm i was laying in bed the other night thinking like i'm really grateful that i didn't listen to everybody's idea. Basically, every investor was like, you should just build a Peloton studio. I was like, well, Peloton built a great one. That's why I'm not gonna do that. They, they have a beautiful, perfect content that cannot be competed with. Like, And I didn't change what my vision was. And and now today, everybody needs the technology that we have that's deployed into their studio. And so really felt certain about that. Um, and. And yeah, I was just, I, I realized that I could have been easily persuaded to do other things, but but I knew that this was, I felt certain that this was going to happen and that that everybody kept telling me to do what had been done in the past. And I was like, no, it's got to be done different. The studios aren't ready for it. The investors weren't ready for it, like when we first set out. But I was like, no, I know that, I don't know what the future is going to be, but I certainly know that you're just telling me to repeat the past, you know, and, and that's what I, Felt so certain about, and so yeah, really having to install this hardware, get them to do these tech surveys, to upgrade their internet, and all these things was out of their wheelhouse. But I knew that once that that happened, and anyone that does that, then then it just works like magic, and they're amazed. And the other ones are trying to figure it out, like to they. You need to have producers and all these other things. And so, yeah, I think it was definitely now. They're now they're with me for the last couple of years. I had to be like. You want to be like blockbuster? Because guess what, no blockbusters exist anymore. You said like scare them. I was like, you don't want to be like Barnes and Noble, do you? And so, so I have to threaten them. Now everybody gets it. So that feels really good as a founder that the market and everybody's finally with me because I was a little ahead of my time for the first, uh, you know, 18 months.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but but I think I'm sh- I'm sure even today, right? So here we are in in the middle of May. 2020 in the middle of this global pandemic and you know everyone uses zoom so just use zoom what do you need forte for like what i, I don't wonder you know why why are people saying that to you or now they're starting to realize what's what's happening
1: yeah so i think at first they zoom seemed great everybody ran to it because it was there and it's easy to use and then then a couple weeks later like what am I doing on zoom? Like, first of all, what am I doing all day on zoom? But what am I doing on zoom? Like this isn't a fitness app. You're not building a digital product. It's there's no, you're not saving those videos. The quality is, is what this is, right? It's not, you know, it's not integrated into your AV system. And, and so I think, you know, at first I was like, Oh wow, zoom seems to have really solved the problem. They figured out how to put a paywall up and it seems to have solved the problem. And very quickly everybody was coming back and they were like, this, this isn't, you know, they they thought that it was a temporary thing. Like at first, it was like this will be a two week thing, and then now they're realizing not only is this a two week thing, this is going to be until there's a vaccine, which 18 months would be if we can do something in record time, and and so now they're realizing this is this just is what it is, and and we're not going to go back to the way we knew it, and they really need to have that product, and so we don't we're very grateful that we don't have any competition at all whatsoever so if you want to live stream you can use those simple products or you can build a tv studio and and then if you use vimeo which is a great obviously big platformer you know it's like youtube it just hosts videos it's not a fitness app it doesn't integrate with heart rate monitors and and have all the features that a fitness app is going to have so so our competition is, is things that exist that are not meant for this purpose, right? And we've been sitting here with this product that we've been building for years that, that is perfect for the taking now. So we're really excited that the market is, is yeah, this is, you know, this is the studio's number one priority because it's the only way for them to make money. And all these booking companies, they made money by physical reservation. So they're only needing to rethink their business plans and that rethinking is a big part of that is gonna come from us. So we're really excited about that.
0: Well, Lauren, we certainly hope it does come from you and your whole yeah. team at Forte, um, and that's why you know we're we're super excited. Our whole team at Seventy Six Capital to be an investor in your company and also have you tonight on our Seventy Six Capital Leadership Series. I think what what's really interesting when you think about the overall fitness market and and how you know maybe you should, could share with everybody just just how big this market is and and that you know this is what. You know, like one of the things we say at 76 Capital is there's three things people like to do every day. They want to go play sports or work out. They yeah. want to they take their child to make their child to either become the next, you know, LeBron James or Serena Williams. Or yeah. number three, they want to watch a game. I don't, yeah. what, I don't know what else anyone else does, but that's yeah. what we think. Those are the three things that happen. And the first thing, obviously, is, is the working out piece. So how big is that? market today
1: yeah i think it's it's huge i mean most people one don't have access to they don't have a gas station within 20 miles there i live in new york city it's a unique place but most people don't have access to this great content one so this gives them the ability to have access to that um i think also we actually get inbound inquiry from kids sports field facilities churches like all uh, stuff that's not fitness, fitness related that all because everybody wants to be broadcasting right that's the world that we live in today so and, you know, this company can be a lot bigger than fitness if we decide to go there. Obviously, our focus is fitness. That's what we built it for. But the amount of interest we get from, well, I got an email from Pastor Brad. I was, like, talking to this With him, The inquiries are, are limitless. So I do think there's a lot of opportunity in general. Um, but I think for us, you know, obviously, the, the easy target are the people that already work out, that already go to the gym. But in my little happy brain, my goal is to really get the other people working out. Most of America... They don't work out. Two hundred sixty million people don't work out. We're our, in our own little uh, little uh, space here, so I think streaming is really the great entry point for those people, right? If you've never, I worked out my whole life, so it's easy. If somebody told me to go in an operating room and perform a surgery, I would be freaking out. But that's what it's like if you decide, you know, you go to the doctor at forty-five and they're like you're going to die if you don't start working out. Your heart is in horrible shape. And so you're 45, you go to the gym, you're just looking at all the things and you have no idea what to do. Like that's super intimidating. And so I think streaming is... is my goal is to be able to get those people to get confident to be able to work out and i think the number one thing people say is oh yeah i'll work out or i'll work out with you once i lose weight or or i'll join the gym once i lose weight i'm like no the whole point in the gym is that but that's that's how people that don't do it feel and so i really hope that with streaming that not only are we going to keep the people working out and having a better experience that already do but getting the rest of the people to to engage i think obviously people now have a much heightened awareness of eating healthy and all these things are becoming more and more the norm and you know mainstream and so hopefully that with streaming we can make all these great classes more mainstream as well there's so much stuff out there you may not like running but i mean you can dance, you could do anything there's every type of work uh, uh, imaginable so there's got to be something that that you can find that you like that's our goal
0: well what's the what's your favorite thing to do
1: Oh, I like like yeah, ones that are like so hard that yeah, the workouts I like are are definitely the most extreme type of workouts. I like to uh relive the glory days one. <laughs> and I definitely like to uh yeah, work out super, super hard. I for me it's like it's always been my therapy. Like I can't fathom the idea of people how people think it's like a chore. Like I cannot wait to work out for that hour in the day. Um, to just go run or just you know, for me, I, I look at it as you know, like such a positive. You know hours uh moments of my life, whereas some people think of it as such a chore, so I hope yeah, that we can make working out fun for most people that's that's my goal
0: that's amazing. I mean, so what are some of the things that you do like if you you you're in your hour like talk about over the last week or so, what are some of the things that you you've done?
1: Yeah. So normally, yeah, even if I'm just getting stale working, I'll like go do some push-ups or jump rope for 10 minutes. Right now, I've been actually so busy, busier than ever before. So my working out has been a little limited. Obviously, I'm streaming workouts every day because I have a company that does that. I do it anyway. And and obviously, we're here at home. I've been running and biking and stuff like that every day as well. And streaming just to be able to also understand what's going on in the market and, you know, see what people are doing and really try to get a sense of, of what this new adaptation is I've been sitting here at night, every night, thinking if I was going to build Forte today, knowing what I know now, what would I have built, right? Like, so what are we, what are, what had we built and what do we have to adapt for, for these new circumstances as well? And so trying to figure that out. And part of that experience for me is doing this and using these products and and being a part of these classes. I feel like that's my kind of um, like, that's my edge in this market. All the CEOs that are my competitors they literally don't use their own platforms. They don't go to those places. They don't use their own platforms. They're really great business people, but I feel like my secret weapon is that I am in the trenches, and so I like to take advantage of that and uh, yeah, try everything and, and understand the market as well as I can.
0: Oh, that's it's it's that's super important. I mean, I think that's one of the things that you know you, you find when you know people that are. are you get, it's got to be authentic, right? You got to really know what's what's happening. So one of the things. So if we're some of the listeners and, and viewers out there, if um you know, first of all, if they're interested in your story and also wanting to be part of the future of Forte, I understand that um, you're you're looking for some some rock stars to join the join the team.
1: A plus plus, yeah. Super motivated, great players. Definitely I, uh, yeah, I'm a tough boss. That's what I've learned about myself. (laughs) I expect a lot of people. I've put a lot of pressure on myself to deliver. Um, and I expect a lot of the people that I work with because I, you know, I want to, I want to see you succeed for sure.
0: So what, what are, what are some of the things that you're, you, you know, some of the different, um, job openings and and things that you're looking for right now and maybe maybe we can help you tonight even or or, we want to do that with from the perspective at 76 capital i mean that's what we do our whole business is to not only just invest in you and say good luck but um you know chad and the rest of the team here we want we want to we want to help you uh be successful so what are some of the things that we can do or maybe there's some people that we could bring on to to help you
1: For sure. Yeah. We're definitely, if you, if we don't have a role for you and you are absolutely amazing, we still want you because we will figure it out. If you are an A plus plus player, we'll take you no matter what we're looking for engineers primarily because we're doing a lot more technical development and stacking up some heavy tech right now. So ASP.net developers specifically next we'll do mobile and TV app developers. So any engineers out there, uh, any college kids looking to really kill themselves this summer, please reach out to me. Um, looking for some, certainly some hungry people. Um, we don't typically need sales because thankfully everybody, we're the only guy that does what we do. So, so that's a great position to be in that we don't need a traditional sales force. We'll need management for the studio. So anybody that knows the space well, a lot of companies have had layoffs in our, in our competitors. So anybody that may have worked at something that was... Uh, relatively similar. We would certainly love to talk to you um, as well. And um, and then streaming engineers, so people that are, know the broadcasting space really well, stuff like that. And um, yeah, I think I think that's the gist of it.
0: That's great, that's great. Well, I mean, look, I, I hope that we can, and, and the, you'll also be able to find those opportunities on your, um, on the Forte site as well as on seventy six capital, as we put out you know those types of openings and opportunities. and you know if anybody needs to to reach out to Lauren, um, you could reach out to me or directly to Lauren and just please. i mean we're it's it's really this is such a great opportunity today to hear about um, a company when you hear about the the terrible unemployment and things that are happening out there today in in the in the world because of this terrible pandemic that we're living through. Um, just to hear, you know, the excitement in your voice
1: yeah,
0: for this business and, and the opportunity is incredible.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah, so it's a weird position to be in a, you know, for a company to be thriving right now. You know, our competitors are laying off half the, you know, some of the big companies in the space are laying off half the people. So it's obviously a a weird time to feel excited. At the same time, we're very grateful to be able to help all these businesses continue to earn revenue people, you know, to help people uh, to continue to stay fit. So it's, it's certainly super, super exciting. I, I definitely, um, never in a million years thought that this would happen and that the, you know, the gyms would actually physically be closed and that this would be the only means to working out. Um, it's certainly, you know, it's something I could have never fathomed, but we're very grateful for this and we're going to run very, very, very fast uh, to take advantage of the situation for sure.
0: Well, and I think this is really, a, you know, not only, you know, I, this has been, this is a unique situation, right? I mean, we, yep. made, we made this investment into your company in the middle of this pandemic. Yep, Um, but it wasn't the first time we met. Nope. (laughs) So, so we we you know maybe maybe actually would be interesting to to share just a little bit of, uh, you know, over the last few years how we've gotten to know each other. Yeah. How we met each other.
1: Yeah, through I mean through the Maryland uh, Maryland connection. So thank you UMD for that. Um, I also pitched at your event in Philly, which was awesome. Where I won a huge giant size check, which was amazing. And I I brought it home and I was like, I'm going to put this in my office and I'm going to keep this frame. Little did I know that you would actually become an investor in the company. So that's pretty awesome and definitely I carried it home from Philly, which which was I was with my partner, so it was fine. We're like carrying it and then all of a sudden the last stretch of the way I had to be by myself and I'm in the subways in New York City with this giant lottery size check. Everybody's heckling me. They're like, Did you just win a lottery? Every I'm like, I gotta throw this thing. I was like, I don't think I can make it the rest of the way by myself with this check. But I did, so I'm pretty pumped that I have it up there and obviously so excited that you guys are in a bigger, you know, even bigger part of the story now, which is which is really exciting.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, it it was really, it was, it was great. And I think it's, it's, it's also something that, you know, I I talk to entrepreneurs all the time about that. It's not just an overnight, you know, you send one email and you're going to raise money. Right. I mean, that's just not, it, it, this, it, sometimes it, it takes, sometimes it happens fast Sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Sometimes it's, it's just, you know, the, there, there just happens to be the the right time and i just i remember I, I remember getting that email from you i don't yep. know about four six weeks ago i don't even remember what it, exactly what it was yeah and Chad you sent an email to chad and me in the middle of the night yep. and, and i my normal get up in the middle of the night look at my phone and i was like oh my god this is unbelievable this is unbelievable what's happening here with lauren now and awesome. Chad had the same chad emailed me he gets up normally earlier before me he emailed me i emailed him and i said we got to talk to Lauren. Yep.
1: We yeah. launched our white label and we actually, our revenue was quintupling before the virus. We we started to launch this new business model and that was really taking off before that. So now I feel like our story, you know, the I can't, the model looks so insane with the numbers now because, because of the situation, but the market was already, we were already starting to really take off. Then this obviously just, you know, compounded the, you know, the success that, you know, the short, the quickness of the success that we're going to have. Right. So that was super exciting, but we were really on a great path before. And then this is now, yeah, is crazy. It could have never fathomed this happening.
0: Well, again, we're, we're super excited to have you um, as part of the 76 capital family and your whole team at Forte. Thank and you. You know, one, one last um, question tonight, I wanted to, to touch on on yep. our 76 capital leadership series is really this to you, you know, what are, what are your, whether that's personal or your or business, what are your big hopes and dreams um, with everything that you're doing now?
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, to just help more people work out, to, to make it accessible, to make it affordable, to help the gyms build a bigger business that's less Um, you know, that's not so relying on a brick and mortar business, which is obviously now even more so than ever a a risky business to be in. So they're not leveraged up to wazoo, help them be able to have that technology to reach beyond. And and ultimately, I think really just making people happier and healthier. I mean, there's like literally no negative side effects to working out. You'll feel better. Your body will be better. I mean, you're mentally going to feel better. There's literally no negative side effects. So really just trying to get as many people working out as possible and enjoy it as much as I always have. But that's, that's really deep down my ultimate goal. And obviously for these gyms, really helping them even more so now than ever reach their community and stay connected and be able to stay in business. Because I think there's obviously going to be a lot of consolidation. So our goal is really to help these guys. You know, so on the other side of this, everybody that we still love is going to be there as well.
0: Well, that's an, that's an amazing message. And, and I hope that you know, we can help you and we can be part of all this. And we're going we're gonna to do some really, really special things together.
1: For sure. And stay tuned. We have a really big announcement coming in a couple of weeks. There's another big surprise coming. So that we're very, very excited about. That's a huge, huge deal for us. So,
0: yeah, I, I have no not to talk about it. So yeah.
1: I want- no, it's really I cannot wait to talk about it. I find my life where I have to be very patient, but we're almost there. So we'll have another big announcement that will really help massively with the scaling of the business opportunity as well.
0: Well, we're gonna to have to bring you back onto the show to to talk about that. You. Um, you know, this is this this show is all about you know really highlighting leaders like you who are doing the next next thing in sports, um, and it's it's, it's super it's super awesome. You know, I don't even know how that's it's not even if that's even a word yep. to even. <laughs> But it's super exciting to to be part of this with you um, and our our whole um, 76 Capital family is is excited about this. Uh, I want to thank James tonight for uh, really helping, uh, you know, running running the show behind the scenes, making things happen tonight. Uh, Also again, you know, Chad will be, you know, sitting on your board and we're all, but we'll all be, you know, there with you and and, and as part of this whole journey and we'll do anything to help you be successful. And um, You know, I just want to mention one other thing. So as we said, we we go live on our 76 Capital Leadership Series on Sunday nights at 7 as well as Wednesday nights at 7 as well. This Wednesday coming up, we have a special show. Um, My partner, John Powell, will also be will join the show with me. And we're going to hear about John. And, you know, just like we heard tonight with Lauren, I want to, we're going to hear John's story and the things that John's done over his years and, and being, you know, one of the leaders in the real estate industry from the retail perspective and building and operating some of the biggest malls in the country, as well as his family being in the business where they own an, a professional football team and hearing about that that side of the world. So that's really going to be exciting. And now what we're doing together At 76 Capital. And also, by the way, Lauren, you know, we didn't talk about this at all, but you know, John's an ultraman. I don't know if you know I
1: like it. I like it. I was thinking a push-up competition here. I like a little friendly challenge here. yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, you know, like Iron Man, you know, that wasn't enough for John. Ultraman, right? That's
1: hardcore. That that I haven't uh, that takes some serious training there. I like so, it though. I hope I hope to be able to have enough time to be able to ride and train all day to to to, to uh, get back in the uh competition den at some point again.
0: <laughs> you'll hear John's story as as actually how he not only he didn't he was able to do it and also run a major real estate firm at the same time, right? So yeah. how he got up so early. Worked all day and then even trained at night afterwards. So it's, it's so a great story. It's, a, it's 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 as you said it's it's hardcore and it's it's all about you know um, having that that mindset that you need to be successful. So I'm really excited about that. And then also on that show on Wednesday we're going to be in, making another special announcement. And i uh, um, um that's we can't talk about that one yet either, but that's going to be exciting. That's going to happen this week. Um, something else that we did here at Seventy Six Capital during this time. And uh, we're, we're excited because what we're doing and our team at 76 Capital is doing is we're moving things forward. We want to work with great people, want to move things forward. And that's what we've been able to do during this time. And then we're not going to have a show next Sunday because it's I can't believe we're saying this because it's Memorial Day weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you believe that? Right? No,
1: no, I keep thinking it's March. I'm like, oh, my God. It's yeah. Time is really flying by.
0: So we'll let everyone enjoy their Memorial Day weekend and come back the following Wednesday with a great show. But again, tonight, um, it, this was great, Lauren. I really appreciate Thank you, you so coming on um, the our 76 Capital Leadership Series. We were live on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. It looks like we had a really great group of people watching it tonight. And even more importantly, um, this is going to live live on for a while. And please, please watch it. Come, on, come back and, and check it out because... The things that Lauren talked about, her mindset, the way she leads, the way she has has gone about um, building this amazing fitness tech entrepreneurial business called Forte, is um, is a company to be reckoned with, and uh, we're excited to be your oh, partner. Yeah,
1: we're coming. <laughs>
0: All right, good stuff. I'm excited for the for the next exciting um uh, the next, and uh, we'll speak soon. So again, thanks, thanks everybody. Thank you, Lauren.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys.